Hello, my rebels. We have a very important, long, interesting, colorful podcast for you today. Shocking, really. Our reporter, David Menzies, was arrested and handcuffed at a conservative event. Just unbelievable. Um, I'll explain it the best I can, and then I have a sit-down with David for an hour once he was let go of handcuffs and came back to our office. I think you'll find it fascinating. Folks, before you go, can you do me a favor and go to premium.rebelnews.com, premium.rebelnews.com. The podcast is free, but if you sign up for eight bucks a month, you get the video version of the podcast. And you gotta see the rest. I, I mean, listen, I understand podcast is great for when you're commuting or doing other things with your eyes, but you've gotta see the video of David being arrested. Gotta see the video of him being manhandled. You gotta see the video of him being hit by the bus. Eight bucks a month, go to premium.rebelnews.com. It's 80 bucks for the whole year. That's even cheaper. And if you enter the coupon code podcast, it's even cheaper still. All right, here's today's crazy show. Tonight, for the first time ever, a Canadian journalist has been arrested at a political campaign. Oh, and it's our own David Menzies. It's September 30th, and this is The Ezra LeVant Show. Why should others go to jail Why? when you're a biggest carbon consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government about why I publish it is because it's my bloody right to do so. Well, I had plans to talk to you about so many things today, about how the PPC party had a big event that Antifa crashed and they caused a scene. Did you see this video online? Just shocking. Antifa, including masked thugs, screaming at an old lady physically blocking her walker. Did you see this? Take a look. Nazis I thought that was shocking, and it said a lot about who the real extremists are in Canada. It said a lot about deplatforming. I was going to talk about that. I was going to talk about the former Supreme Court of Canada Chief Justice and her insane revelation that she, I, I just can't even believe she says this, she says she wanted to name her dog Stephen Harper so she could say, sit, Harper, sit. This is a joke from someone who for 40 years was a judge only now that she's done showing how vicious and partisan she was. Did you see that clip? Take a look. You got a dog, eh? You almost named him Harper? Oh, it was a bit of a joke, but actually I was, I was, I thought it would be great because I like the name Harper. And I thought, it just seemed, I thought I could say, I joked to my husband and I, that I, we could say Harper sit, Harper lie down, bad boy Harper. And it was a little bit of a household joke, not intended uh, maliciously at all. But in the end, I realized I'd have to go down to the dog park and say all those things in front of all the other people walking their dogs. And they'd read something in the way. <laughs> and they'd they would. read something. So I called him Mr. Darcy. Of <laughs> Very good. Out of pride and prejudice. Oh, I was going to talk about these things and more. 
had started my work today, and then I got a phone call. David Menzies was kicked out of a conservative party campaign event. Now, that bothered me, but frankly, it's not the first time that's happened to us. But then I got another phone call. David Menzies had been arrested and handcuffed. I had never heard of that before in Canada. I have heard about that in the United Kingdom with Tommy Robinson, but you heard me say it a dozen times. That's a dystopian future that we are nowhere near. David Menzies handcuffed by police at a campaign event. And if you know David Menzies like I do, you know he's very polite. He's not rough. He doesn't swear. He doesn't shout. He doesn't push. How could they have arrested him? Well, I spent much of the day on that, talking to him, and then when police came and took away his phone, talking to a lawyer, trying to find him, seeing if we needed to bail him out. By the time we were legally ready, the police had actually let him go. Well, the day went by, and so I'm afraid my original plans for a monologue went to the wayside. I would like to show you two videos that I produced during the course of the day today, and I'll ask your forgiveness for putting them as my show tonight simply because I've been working all day on the case of David Menzies and Andrew Shear. It was Andrew Shear that did this to David. I want to show you two parts. The first is a video I did earlier in the day describing what I knew when it broke. Here, watch this video. It outlines my understanding as of around 1 p.m. Then come right back after that video because after we aired that video, David himself came back to the office and he sat down with me and we had a live hour-long debrief and we styled it as a YouTube super chat. You know what that is? That's a live chat with our viewers. And we did that at about 4 p.m., 3.45 p.m. if memory serves. And we took questions and calls from viewers through that. About an hour. So it's very long, but I think you'll find it riveting. David said a lot of things I did not know, including he was personally escorted into the conservative event by a conservative staffer. And yet he was thrown out, physically pushed, that's on tape, that he was arrested and handcuffed even after Andrew Scheer and all the campaign had left, and that it was the Burling, sorry, the Durham police that set him free, the RCMP for some weird reason, we're trying to throw him in jail. Crazy, crazy. Let me explain. Here is the video that had the state of the art of my knowledge of this case at about 1 p.m. Take a look. Listen, I know I'm not part of Jerry Diaz's uniform union, but it'd be nice if uh, you gentlemen, lady, would be uh, give some uh, solidarity. Can I not talk to these uh, members of the press? Do, do we have freedom of press here? Do we or not? Right? Pardon me? So, I don't know. I don't know why I'm being arrested. I can't believe it. We sent David the Menzoid Menzies to report from an Andrew Shear campaign event, like we normally do. CBC journalists were welcome today, but David was kicked out. They actually sent police to throw him out. He hadn't even done anything. He hadn't even been let in yet. Take a look. I thought you were calling the police. We are 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 the police.
Yeah, I'll write that. You were asked nicely to So this is this is free speech in Canada right now, But right? you're not welcome to describe it. How about my brothers in the media? Would you, are you going to stand up for this, or uh, is it going to be some uh, solidarity? Yes, I'm three times the lady. Huh? He doesn't want him around. Is this, I, I didn't know this was a Trudeau precedent. I thought it was a conservative precedent. Okay. Sir, you're, you're is there anyone going to be in solidarity with me? Any of you? When I have the room police come in. Okay. No? Okay. Just wait for the room police to come in. Let's go for All right. The Conservative Party said David Menzies wasn't accredited? Really? David's been an accredited journalist for 30 years. He's covered hundreds of political events from parties of every stripe, especially the Conservatives. Why would Andrew Scheer kick out David Menzies but welcome in the CBC, who despised the Conservatives? Is Scheer trying to suck up the CBC because they're controlling the leaders' debates? Just recently, Andrew Scheer was asked by a young student in Halifax if he'd let Rebel News reporters attend conservative events, and Shear told that student he would. Here, see for yourself. Would you please reconsider your approach on this topic and not ban or shun the Rebel or other small media stations who are working to report to the Canadian people the stories none of the other media want to cover? Mm. Thank you very much for the question, and I, I certainly congratulate you on being so engaged at, uh, at 14 and having that kind of interest in and not only political parties, but also the dynamic between how uh, events are reported and how different media outlets cover things and the accountability that goes on between media holding the government to account and also sometimes different outlets holding each other and, and fact-checking different stories in, in, uh, in a wide variety of ways. So uh, we always have uh, an open policy towards uh, the events we hold. You know, we're having this event tonight. Anybody is free to come. Uh, there's no barrier to entry. There's no ba barrier to, to come and report to video, uh, to broadcast, to live stream, and that's something that we're going to continue uh, to do. None of this makes any sense. Anyways, David left. He left the private property. He went to stand on the public sidewalk. He started filming a video from the public sidewalk. And then he was swarmed by police who arrested him and handcuffed him. Why did they do that? Who ordered them to do that? Am I under arrest, sir? Uh, the gentleman wanted to know. I think he said so. I don't know what for. It was on a, a public sidewalk, and the bus hit me, and then these guys are... are on, sir. Well, well, I'm just, I'm just, the gentleman wanted me to, to, to answer the question. I'm just trying to answer the question. Am I under arrest? You're the one holding me. I assume you're law enforcement. What exactly happened? Why are you in handcuffs? Well, I was, I was trying to get um, Andrew Shear to answer a question, some questions, such as uh, if he's elected, will he end this uh, media bailout? Uh, will he privatize the CBC? What are his, uh, you know, why... Why are we not allowed into a press conference and other members are? Um, these are not gotcha questions, you know. These are, uh, I think, we're owed an answer to this, especially when we're escorted out. And now look at this, guys, uh, handcuffed. So you were escorted out and handcuffed? Uh, no, uh, sorry, I, I was originally just uh, brought out by the Durham Regional Police and told not to go on private property, even the parking lot, which I abided by. So I was on this sidewalk. so concerned you got my my wrists in a, a, a you know a handcuff listen i know i'm not part of jerry diaz's uniform union but it'd be nice if uh, you gentlemen and lady would be uh, give some uh, solidarity 
Can I not talk to these uh, members of the press? Do, do we have freedom of press here? Do we or not? Right? Pardon me? So, this is, I don't know, I don't know why I'm being arrested. I was, yeah, thank you. Get a picture of that, sir. My own safety, the bus is gone. I was on a public sidewalk. I was not on private property. I'm, I'm in perfect control. You know, you guys, I walked the question. David had left the property. He was on the sidewalk. He's a man in his 50s with two artificial hips. He's not a screaming Antifa thug. He's not a trespasser. He's not violent. They handcuffed him. Why? To humiliate him? They finally took off his cuffs and he called me. But then more police came and took his phone away. I immediately called a lawyer. Within an hour, the police let him go without any charges. But, but their point was made, wasn't it? Don't you dare try to ask questions of our political elites, or the police will arrest you and detain you for over an hour. Well, point not taken. I can tell you one thing. Today's outrageous treatment of David Menzies will not stop us from doing our jobs. I'll be candid, we were more used to Justin Trudeau banning us and Rachel Notley before she was fired by voters. It says more about them than it does about us. Actually, does say something about us. We ask questions that the political elite would rather not be asked. Can you help us? Can you help us fight back? I think we have to fight back, and we need your help. There's three things I want to do. First, tell your local conservative candidate that this is nuts. This is a Trudeau move, not a conservative move. Ask them if they think it's wise to ban the only conservative-leaning video company in Canada to ban us. But then to sick the police on us and arrest us? They literally handcuffed David Menzies. You wouldn't do that to any reporter. Forget about conservative reporter. This is Canada. Why are you arresting and handcuffing any reporters? Who asked the police to do that half an hour after Menzies left? Talk to your local conservative candidate. Second thing I want you to do. Sign our petition to Andrew Shear at LetUsReport.com. LetUsReport.com. Com. It's just what it sounds like. Just like Andrew Scheer lets the CBC report, we'll go to a conservative event and, and hand him the petition, <laughs> unless they handcuff us uh, uh, <laughs> again. Andrew Scheer and I are old friends. Certainly he'll treat us as well as he treats Jean Gameshi's old network, the CBC. The third thing I'd like you to do is please help us keep on reporting. No matter who kicks us out, no matter how many lawyers we have to hire. I just got off the phone with David. And I've told him to keep asking Andrew Scheer questions, not gotcha questions. That's what the CBC does. But asking real questions, the kind the CBC would never ask him, questions like these. Justin Trudeau's campaign platform calls for a new political censorship of the internet. Do you support or oppose this? It's a good question. Hey, Andrew, if elected, would you end the $600 million newspaper bailout? Good question. Hey, Andrew, if elected, would you privatize the CBC? Hey, Andrew, what do you think the optimum number of immigrants is each year for Canada? And so many more. Those aren't trick questions. They're questions any conservative should answer, but they're questions that only Rebel News would ask. I mean, can you really see a CBC journalist pressing sheer about ending the media bailout? My goal as the publisher of Rebel News is to do journalism, to tell the other side of the story. Now, most of the time, that means asking accountability questions of the Liberals NDP and Greens, because the mainstream media never does that. We lean conservative here at Rebel News, and we wear our heart on our sleeves. We want Trudeau gone. I just wrote 
a best-selling book called The Lebranos, What the Media Won't Tell You About Justin Trudeau's Corruption, I think it's pretty clear what I stand for and have for 30 years. But that doesn't mean we're going to let Andrew Scheer become like Justin Trudeau. Having police arrest David Menzies and handcuff him was a Trudeau move, not a move any conservative should be proud of. Actually, it's worse. I've never actually seen Trudeau have someone arrested of you. You can help us out at LetUsReport.com. Sign our petition to Andrew Scheer to let us report. And then you can click on the link on that page to see all of our campaign plans and our campaign budget there, too. We're spending thousands of dollars flying David and our other journalists around the country covering political events. Andrew Scheer might think he's at war with us at The Rebel. We're actually not at war with him. We just want to be able to do our job, which is reporting. And we will do our job, whether he likes it or not. So go to LetUsReport.com to sign the petition to Andrew Scheer. And if you want us to keep going, and if you want Andrew Scheer to stop acting like Justin Trudeau, you can chip in a few bucks, too. I want David and Sheila and Kean and Jessica and the rest of our team to keep covering the news. If you do, too, call your conservative candidates, sign our petition at LettuceReport.com, and please chip in a few dollars to help keep us on the campaign trail. You can see our whole campaign plan, including our signature Jumbotron truck billboards and our Lebranos lawn signs. Thanks. And Andrew, give your head a shake. You're trying to replace Trudeau, not become him. Go to LettuceReport.com. Well, that was my call to action before David came back to the office. He came to the office, sat down right here, and we talked for an hour, and he showed some video footage that he had taken. All right, I want to show you the full hour. You can skip through it, but I recommend you watch it. Here, take a look. Hello and welcome. I'm Ezra Levant with an emergency broadcast coming to you live from Rebel World Headquarters here in a bunker <laughs> in the greater Toronto area. And joining me now in studio is David Menzies, who has been released from police custody. David, great to see you. Hey, great to see you, Ezra. That sounds serious, that introduction. There. <laughs> well, I was joking about the bunker, of course, we're just in an office, but I was not joking about you being in police custody. Um, it was a shocking day uh, for me. I can only imagine what it was like for you. Maybe we can start by showing uh, two sets of videos. The first one you were responding to an invitation that the Conservative Party published to journalists to cover an event. Right. <clears throat> let's show that. We'll talk about that. Then let's show the police arrest of you later. Yeah. David, I'm 47 and a half years old and I have never heard of a journalist being arrested in Canada ever, have you? No, this is something that um, you think happens in banana republic dictatorships when the uh, General Misio doesn't like the, uh, the tone of the questioning. Uh, the fact that it's happening in a democracy in Canada in 2019. And remember, this is not even the prime minister who uh, I guess you could accuse of being a censorious thug. This is Brand X, this is the new guy. This is the guy that said he's committed to freedom of speech and freedom of expression on campus. And uh, Ezra, the actions would suggest otherwise. David, I gotta tell you, I have long predicted that the rebel would be subject to this kind of abuse. I travel to the United Kingdom and I see how Tommy Robinson has been abused by the police and the courts there. And I was bracing for it for four and a half years, really. I always thought it would come at the hands of Justin Trudeau. Yes. For it to happen at an Andrew Scheer conservative event, 
is so surprising and, and disappointing to me, I can't even, I'm still trying to, to fathom it. In the meantime, why don't we go straight to the video. Justin, could you put the first video of the event? Why don't you set the table for us? Sure. This was just a run-of-the-mill Andrew Shear campaign event. He emailed the whole press gallery, including us, inviting journalists. Yep. It's a press event. This wasn't like some private function at someone's house. This was an announcement. You've covered a hundred of these, a thousand of these yeah. in your 30-year... I mean, you've been a journalist longer than me. You're older than me. You've been a reporter for many papers. Yep. You've been at this business 30 years. Yep, since 1985. 1985. Yep. So 34 years you've been a journalist. Yep. You actually have a journalism degree, don't you? I do indeed. From Ryerson. Not that I put too much stock in it, but, I'm, no. <laughs> but if you want to check boxes, I think you're probably the only one here in our company that does. You've worked for Sun News Network. You've worked for various post-media newspapers, magazines. Absolutely. I think you probably, frankly, have written for more mainstream publications than anyone else at our company. It could be, yeah. I think so. You know. Not just political stuff. You do cars. You did s s human interest stories. Correct, yep. So there was nothing out of the ordinary about you attending this event <coughs> at all. No, and, and, and indeed, uh, I don't even still right now uh, with all the... Uh, uh, stuff that's happened is I don't even know what, what was announced and I think that to me is the the shocker shocking thing is that the you know let's put it this way Ezra if the sheer conservatives uh, and by the way I was invited in there was somebody with the party that brought me right up to the media really room. Oh, absolutely well isn't that interesting yeah. because there's some liars online saying oh you you weren't invited you tried to barge your way in oh no not only were you invited you said you were escorted it, absolutely it was a very nice gentleman he brought me right up because I didn't know where to go uh, we talked and um, the fact that this was and I mean look, look who we are we're, we're rebel media we have almost 1.3 million users. YouTube subscribers. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume most of those are red meat conservatives. This is the audience that Andrew Scheer ostensibly wants to address. I mean, why give a press conference anyways other than to convey this latest plank in the, in the party platform? But I think uh, you know, for his own selfish self-interest, Ezra, what he should have done is, oh, okay, somebody from the rebels there. I don't like the rebel for whatever reason, but who cares? He's one of, you know, a dozen journalists here. Uh, I won't even bother answering his questions. But no, it was leave or we're going to call the police. And I got roughed up in, you know, the, the hallway by an RCMP officer. He threw me into a wall. Later on, you know, I, I get hit by uh, a bus and I get handcuffed. And, um, you know, I have the, the RCMP called the Durham Regional Police, and they held the hammer whether they were going to charge me, but they heard both sides of the story, and they let me go. And I, I want to thank the Durham Region Cops for doing that. Uh, I, I was mortified that, you know, that five cruisers are Five just, cruisers? Yeah. Come on. No, no. There were five police? Four or five, at least. And there were RCMP know. and Durham Police? Uh, uh, no, those were just the Durham Police. Really? Yeah. And the, and the RCMP had their black uh, SUVs? They're, they're big black Suburbans, and... Um, uh, you know, it, it was, I'm mortified because the cops should be rounding up criminals, yeah. not people or, practicing journalism. Or maybe show some courage and talk to Justin Trudeau about his corruption oh, scandal. Yeah. How about that? You got that? more cops on your case. You know, I talked to you on the phone, and then you said, I got to go, there's more police, I got I to go, I got to go, I got to go. And I thought, <laughs> oh my God. And I didn't know a lot about things. I got on the phone to a law firm, yeah. and we didn't, and I said, well, just start calling around. I said, I, said, I don't know where he is, what's up? Yeah. By the time I reconnected with you, the Durham police did the obvious thing. I mean, you were not on private property. No. Nope. You were not, obviously, violent or threatening violence. Absolutely not. 
it was so absurd that you were on a public pedestrian sidewalk. Yes. I mean, I, I, I don't practice law. I haven't practiced law in almost 20 years. But no cop, no cop yeah. would lay charges on that because even if they were really mad at you, yeah. The prosecutor would throw this out and say, what are you doing? There's no chance of conviction. There's no public interest here. What are you doing? We're in Canada. We don't arrest journalists. Anyhow, I'm, I'm so mad. But the fact that you were personally escorted in by the Conservative Party. Yes. First of all, put the lie to some of the BS I see on social media that you somehow barged in. And second of all, that shows what a normal human being does. Oh, reporter, come on in. Anyhow, enough talk between you and me. Let's show sure. the clip just and play the first clip. This is inside the event. This is after David was personally escorted in by a Conservative Party media staffer doing what a normal Conservative Party media staffer would do. And then you said you got chucked against the wall. Let's take a look at this. You were asked nicely to So leave. this is this is free speech in Canada right now. But right? you're not no, welcome in this private. How about my brothers in the media? Would you, are you going to stand up for this, or uh, is there going to be some uh, solidarity? Yes, some free time solidarity. The owner really doesn't want him around. Is this? I I didn't know this was a Trudeau precedent. I thought it was a Conservative precedent. Okay. Is, sir, you're, you're is there anyone going to be in solidarity with me? Any of you? When I have the room police come in. Okay. No. Just wait for the room police to come in. All right. Now, I had some trouble hearing what the bald guy said. He looked like a cop to me. He was. Looked like he had a bulletproof vest under that shirt. What was he saying to you? Do you recall? He must know, have been a blur, so if you don't remember, that's okay. I, I don't. It was probably um, get out of here uh, because I don't know. I've already left where the press conference is. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in the hallway of, I, I would assume, is a taxpayer-funded community center mm -hmm. in Whitby. And uh, I was sa saying, I've I'm going to be here because when Mr. Shear comes into the, the room, I have but one question to ask, mm -hmm. which is why aren't we here? Now this yeah. baloney, Ezra, that they say. And what was the lady? Was she a cop too? She was a cop. Yeah, yeah, so those were three yeah. cops. Yeah, Curly, Larry, and Maureen. This baloney about, oh, well, you're not an accredited journalist. I mean, give me a break. I, you know what accredited means? It just means signing a piece yeah, of paper. We, we don't believe in journalistic licenses in <laughs> yeah. Canada. By the way, I see a super chat. Now, David, you know what I'm talking about. A super chat yes. is when folks chip in five bucks, ten bucks, whatever, yep. and their comment is put in a highlighted color. So. Justin, I see just the one from Proud Boys Calgary. Is there other? So this says, met Medanzoid on Saturday. Yes. Nicest guy ever. Shame <laughs> on the morons who ejected him. And even greater shame on the journalists who raised zero objections. <coughs> I'm, pardon my cough. I'm sorry, David. No worries. Um, that's a very good uh, point there. Is it's one thing for the cops to do that. Yeah. Shame on them. It's another thing for the conservatives to order the cops to do that. Shame on them. But where the hell are the journalists in the first time? Like I say, I, I'm racking my brains. I can't think of a journalist left wing or right wing, radical or, or mainstream, dissident, citizens. I can't think of a single journalist who's been arrested and handcuffed by police. I can't think of it. I mean, maybe it happened in the Second World War if someone broke an official secrets act. I cannot think of a single case in Canada, and now if there's a, if there's a case, uh, let me know. And did a single journalist object on your behalf? No, sir. Um, did they see it? I mean, we were playing clips there that Glenn McGregor posted to Twitter. Yes. So at least, at least Glenn McGregor filmed it. Yes. 
uh, I guess give the guy points for that, although newsworthy is newsworthy. Uh, his tweets were rather tepid. I saw a tweet from the Globe and Mail just saying this happened. David Aiken, some rebel reporter. You and I Holy used to work. Cow. David said oh, that. Yeah. Let me let me call that. Can you call up David Aiken's tweet, Justin? David Aiken worked with you and me yeah. at the Sun News Network. He worked with you a hundred times, and he calls you a some guy from oh, Rebel Media. No. I guess that's what happens when you're on the payroll of Unifor, yeah. because Glenn McGregor, Unifor journalist at CTV, yeah. David Aiken, Unifor journalist at Global. Um, I forget the name of the lady from the Global Mail, Unifor Journalist. Yep. So three Unifor Journalists, each of whom is personally contributing from their own pocket to an anti-Trudeau, sorry, pro-Trudeau anti-Sheer campaign. Not one of them said a word about your arrest. Yeah, and I did ask them that. I said, what about, you know, uh, some solidarity here, brothers and sisters? And what was very frustrating, the most frustrating thing of all, was that they wouldn't even give me an answer. Now, after I got kicked to the sidewalk before the arrest happened, Ezra, uh, Mitch Potter from the Toronto Star approached me. Uh, first time I've ever met him. I know the byline. Mm -hmm. uh, very friendly guy. And uh, I recorded the interaction. And I said, you know, Mitch, you know what gets me is that if this was happening to you, I would have gone to bat for you. I believe that, by the way. Yeah, I, I That's what we do. We're a free speech group here. Exactly. But none of you came to my defense. And his rebuttal was, well, you know, Dave, you have to understand, and I'm paraphrasing now, but it's on the tape, that, you know, any, like, crank could come into a press conference and, and we don't know who we're going to bat for. And I said, Mitch, our Rebel News, it's four years old. You, you know what the Rebel is. You know who I am. I, before Rebel News, we're castaways from Sun News Network, right? We were part of the mainstream. I'm not some crank off the street. We've got here, let me show you David Aiken's tweet. The CPC, Conservative Leaders Tour, just removed an individual from the room where Andrew Scheer, because that individual was non-accredited media, that individual was David Menzies of Rebel Media. Okay, so he did name you. I thought I was looking at another uh, tweet, so he did name you there. Um, so again, Unifor Journalist, yep. taking his own union dues to pay for uh, a pro-Trudeau campaign. Yep. A bailout journalist, as the Unifor journalists are. Yes. Um, I guess he did use your name. Wow, thank you, David. Uh, What's with not, the individual part? Is he worried about misgendering? Yeah, <laughs> but the weird thing is, why would he not say one word about yeah. free speech? There's another super chat here. Yeah. Observer dude, five pounds. David, I'm a big fan of you. Oh, You're a you. great and funny reporter. You steal the show. Keep up the good work. Oh, yeah, wonderful. I mean, it's true. I think you are in some ways, the nicest reporter here at The Rebel. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> I get mad. <laughs> Kian gets scrappy. Yeah. Sheila will bust your balls. Yeah, that's true. Jessica is sweet. Yes. But you, I mean, I remember when you were being hit with a pink cane <laughs> by Jonathan Yaniv out there in Vancouver. You were being hit by the, and even then, you didn't swear. And no. You didn't swear. No. I Here's a guy being hit with a cane, he won't even swear. Friend to all, when you're interviewing people who are antagonistic to you, you even say Mr. or Sir. Like, I think you are the most polite person at the Rebel. I, I don't even think I've heard you swear, David. Uh, no, I, I and, don't. And I mean, I use one or two swears. <laughs> so anyone who's saying, oh, David was making a fuss, that's just a lie. They're, they're, they're lying. Um, and Ezra, yeah. if, I can, if I can interject, um, you know, I don't know what is the unspoken motivation of Andrew Shear's camp driving this. And I say this because uh, about two weeks ago, uh, 
we, I, uh, representing the Rebel, we were the only media, the only media at the Toronto Old City uh, Courthouse mm -hmm. Covering that woman who did remember that that, oh, that, that right. fraud, yeah, you that know. fake uh, vote for Sheer and then spitting on a minority. That's right. You're the only person who debunked that and showed who the hoaxer were. Right, was. but when the hoax occurred, did you see the coverage it got? Oh yeah, it was all oh, over yeah. the place. Oh, look, look yeah. at this Andrew Sheer conservative. You're deplorable. making the case for why they should be friendly to you, but they should be friendly to you even if you're hostile to them, even if you're rude. Yes, because we have freedom of speech in this country, freedom of press, section two B of the Charter of Rights. Yeah. Um, I want to show a clip, you can find it on, on our Twitter page, Justin. It's from a few months ago. Andrew Shear was asked by a young woman in Halifax yes. <coughs> if he would, sorry I'm coughing, if he would allow <coughs> Rebel News reporters into conservative campaign events. Yep. And she was a, a young girl, just asked the question, and he said absolutely. And Justin, go ahead and let me know. When, oh, we got that clip? Here, take a look at this clip. Her, her question was very long. We just truncated down to the very end. Take a listen to her question and listen to the answer. This was just a few months ago. Would you please reconsider your approach on this topic and not ban or shun the rebel or other small media stations who are working to report to the Canadian people the stories none of the other media want to cover? Mm. <laughs> Thank you very much for the question, and I, I certainly congratulate you on being so engaged at, uh, at 14 and having that kind of interest in, in not only political parties, but also the dynamic between how uh, events are reported and how different media outlets cover things and the accountability that goes on between media holding the government to account and also sometimes different outlets holding each other and, and fact-checking different stories in, in, uh, in a wide variety of ways. So uh, we always have uh, an open policy towards uh, the events we hold. You know, we're having this event tonight. Anybody is free to come. Uh, there's no barrier to entry. There's no ba barrier to, to come and report to video, uh, to broadcast, to live stream, and that's something that we're going to continue uh, to do. Hmm. So um, I don't think you have an earpiece in. Let me just... So the first thing is she said, Please reconsider your ban of the rebel and other small media. Yeah. The first thing is there was applause there. Yes. Because who would be against that? Yes. They were in a legion, so it's a good conservative place. Um, she's a 14-year-old girl, and he, um, he's a little bit paternalistic and patronizing. He says, oh, good girl. You're so interested in things. <laughs> but then he says, we always have an open policy, no barrier. Everyone's free to video and live stream. He just said that to that girl, and not just to the girl, but to that room that obviously was a free speech room. That was this year. That wasn't two, three, four, five years ago. He said that because he didn't want to lose the room. Mm. What's changed since a few months ago? That was my question, uh, Ezra. It, it was six months ago uh, that he made that statement. Did we do or say or state something in the last six months that uh, we're deserving to be media non grata to the Conservative Party? Absolutely not. I, w I would suggest the precise opposite is true. Or um, I'm just thinking how the Andrew Scherer war room can spin this. Oh, oh rebel? Oh, we thought you meant rabble. I mean, like, <laughs> it, you know, I, I, Well, I'm the just... irony is they, they would let rabble in. <laughs> now, David, I see some more super chats coming in, and okay. I want to respect those super chatters. Absolutely. You know what super chats are, right? Those yes. are, you see these colorful things here? So Wiley Saw chips in uh, 
I think that's two Swedish francs. Hmm. Much love for the manzoid menzies. Oh, I love that. I need that today, my friend. (laughs) And here's one. I am played. 20 bucks. Thanks for all your work, Rebel News. That's pretty friendly. And here's someone else. CCN Media. On a side note, is this Butts Dinner with Raj? As big as it seems, this reminds me of Brazil. No MSM outlet has reported on it. Can you grab that photo? You know what I'm talking about, Justin? So I saw this photo on the internet today. It's taken in a bar. Althea Raj, she's with the Huffington Post, that's a U.S. Um, you know, gossip uh, website, but she also works for the CBC. And Gerald Butts, uh, Justin Trudeau's sort of Rasputin figure, and they're having uh, a drink in a bar. Now, I don't know for 100% sure when that photo was taken. It was tweeted by Nick Kuvalis. Here's the photo here. So you see Althea Raj on the left and Gerald Butts on the right. And I presume that Nick is accurate when he says this was... This was taken just in the last day. She's a debate moderator. Exactly. And he is <clears throat> terrified, probably, that she's going to ask about blackface or groping. Whatever it is, they're having a little secret confab. And that's how journalists on the government payroll are treated. You're not on the government payroll, so you get arrested. Yeah, I think that was very important that you added in that she's going to be a moderator in an upcoming debate. Because in fairness, I can see journalists going to a restaurant, a cafe, talking with politicians, policymakers. Yes, getting sources, whatever. Exactly, and nothing beats being there live in person uh, as opposed to being over the phone or a computer or what have you, Ezra. But she should recuse herself. If she's going to be in the role of moderator for this upcoming debate, this is a little too, you know, comfortable for me. Well, it's me. like judges. Yeah. I mean, once a trial is on, if, you, if you're a lawyer and want to talk to the judge, the other lawyer gets to be there. Right. Um, so, both, so there's no secrets from the other lawyers. Exactly. And that, what was said in that conversation is secret from the other yeah. candidates. Okay, there's a lot of super chats, so let me catch up. Excellent. Free speech streams. Menzies is one of the only Canadian journalists with the interests of Canadians first. Shameful and frustrating to see our country treat him this way. Observer dude, 10 pounds. Has David considered coming over to Britain next month to cover the no-deal Brexit that is supposed to happen on the 31st of October? Well, that's an interesting Ooh. question because our election will be done by then. Um, have I caught up on the Super Chats? Yeah, okay. Now, David, what I showed you, or sorry, what we showed our audience is how you were treated when you were invited by email, met, greeted by a Conservative Party media staffer, brought to the room in a public facility, they had rented a room, and you were brought there, and this severely normal press attache had no idea there was some weirdness going on. (laughs) And then it looked like the cop pushed you against the wall there. He did. Why the hell did he do that? Uh, It's like he's a bouncer at a nightclub who's got too many roids or something. I'm pro-cop. Yeah. But there's no bloody reason for him to do that. So, yeah, look at that. Pushing you. Push. What the hell was that? Yeah, I I know. Is he trying to get you to... I think maybe he's trying to get you to drop your phone. Um, Anyway, so you left because we've got a rule around here. If you're on private property and you're told to leave, leave. Maybe don't run out, but leave. You know, maybe stick around an extra five seconds, but leave. It's a good rule of thumb. And I don't even know if that public community center would count as private property if you're no longer in the room rental. But I think you did the right thing. Okay. So, and then that's when we talked on the phone the first time. And I said, stay on the sidewalk. Yes. Film... Hold yourself, you stick out, so we can film what's behind you. Yes. 
but be on the sidewalk, not even on the parking lot. And you did that, right? Yeah. And um, it would lasted all of eight seconds. Eight to, seconds? Well, because the camera was grabbed and... Uh, Who grabbed the camera? I think it was one of the RCMP guys because I saw it thrown on top of the hood of a Suburban. My microphone was grabbed. It was a moot point anyways, Ezra, because they were putting me in handcuffs. I, I, There's no way to hold the, the Oh, devices. I'm not anyways, blaming you. I'm just curious. Eight know. seconds. Now, I just heard in my ear that Justin has that clip from your phone. Have okay. you even seen it yet? I, I, I did, yes. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. All right. So this is... Eight seconds, you say? This is just as I'm going to approach the bus. So today. you're okay. Let's take a look. Yeah, huh? sir, move. I'm just, I'm just, move. Move. I am, let's I'm just move, trying sir. to get a, uh, move, uh, an answer. Move, Excuse me. Move, Excuse me. That's it. That's it. So that was the bus. Now you were on the sidewalk. That's right. Yes. So you were standing on the public pedestrian sidewalk. I want to confirm that because I think that's an important point. Right. So the sidewalk ends for the driveway of the yeah. community center, and there is. Um, I, I'm not in a live lane of traffic, Ezra. Right. There is a stop sign. The bus has to stop whether there's a person there or not. There's a stop sign even though it's in a, a private parking lot. And that was going to be the backdrop, and that was eight seconds long. Is that is that right? Eight seconds? Yeah. Eight seconds. Yeah. Eight seconds. And what did they say to you when they grabbed that from you? I didn't quite hear it. Play it again, Justin. Yeah, I'm, huh? I'm just, I'm just, move, move. Move. I am, I'm just move, trying sir. to get a, uh, move, sir. an answer. Move, Excuse me. Excuse me. I think I just heard them say move. <laughs> well, I know at one point, um, the female RCMP officer said, uh, I'm trying to prevent you from getting hit by the bus. And the very next second you hear, I'm getting hit by the bus. You got hit by the bus? Well, for whatever reason, like, if I'm the bus driver, Ezra, you yeah. know, even if I'm, you know, being somewhat obnoxious by delaying them a few mm -hmm. seconds, if there's anybody in front of my bus, I'm dropping anchor. Yeah. I, I'll let the police. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. first of all, you don't, eight seconds isn't going to kill you. Yeah. It's a stoplight. It's you're a pedestrian. Pedestrians have the right of way Correct. on a sidewalk. Sorry, I said stoplight. I mean stop sign. Stop sign, yeah. Are you saying he bumped you? Well, I not intentionally. He was trying to, you know, make a veer around. Well, well uh, you don't. Neither of us know his intentions. Yeah, what that, you that, saying that's not true. intentionally? I would give the bus driver the benefit of the doubt. All right. Well, you're I, nicer than he was. Okay. So you're saying he bumped you? Yeah. He bumped you. A hundred percent. And so uh, I just want. I'm going to ask you a fourth time. Okay. He bumped you. Yes. The bus driver bumped you. <laughs> yes. Was the bus stopped? Um, at that point. It, that's so how question. did it bump you if it was stopped? It, it's a good question, Ezra, because my back was to the bus. So he, like, turned the wheel and bumped you? That's what I think was What happening. part of you was bumped? Uh, my back. Did it hurt? Not really. He wasn't going that fast. So he was moving, though? He was trying to get around the commotion and get on the road. Yeah. And I don't think that was a, a prudent idea because, uh, you know... Who... God forbid he has to wait five seconds on the, on the pedestrian <laughs> stop, stop sign. Exactly. And maybe he's being egged on in the bus, like, come on, move it, get out of here, let's go. Yeah, God I don't know. eight seconds, you know, God forbid. You know. God forbid. But, but you know, Andrew, like, what I'm trying to get in my mind, I'm trying to understand this. Andrew Scheer shutting us down, especially with the demographics of our viewership, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet there's going to be a whole lot of our audience really pissed off that this happened. Well, you know, half our audience is yeah. Andrew Scheer people. Half our audience is Maxime Bernier people. Yeah. And I see both sides of the story. Yeah. I like Maxime Bernier's style, his panache. I like how tough he is on the issues. I, I like the fact that he calls out the BS and the media party. Yep. And I like the fact that he talks about real issues like open borders, immigration, political correctness, and global warming. Correct. I like Andrew Scheer for one reason. He's the only person who can beat Justin Trudeau, if yeah. anyone can. Yeah. So that's why I like the two candidates, and our audience is down the middle. But I think our audience will be appalled yeah. 
yes. by this. And as you said earlier, there's absolutely no reason for this. If he was smart, and I'm starting to doubt that he is, he would have let you in, and what would you have? You'd have a selfie stick, and maybe you'd blurt out a question, but he could do what all the politicians do, just take the questions he wants. And you know what? Maybe he'd even answer your question if it was a good question, if he had a good answer to it. But instead, he has the RCMP come at you once. Yeah. Sounds like you were bumped gently by a bus, but there's no difference between either you're bumped or you're not. Yeah. Gentleness doesn't matter. And then they grab you in your phone and they arrested you. Correct. Did they use that word? Uh, well, I, I don't know what you call it when you put somebody's hands behind their back, throw handcuffs on them, and say the uh, Durham that's Regional that's Police are coming. That's, and, uh, that's what I think. Um, but but as w w the point I was leading up to is, so you alienate um, your fan base. It, it, the whole idea is to get elected. So does the Andrew Shear war room think that, hey, if we do this, that'll get liberal supporters to vote conservative? I mean, yeah. I know it sounds outrageous, but uh, what is, what is there thought process in doing this? Yeah, I don't, you're assuming there is a thought process. Now, <laughs> let me read, I got to catch up. Justin, can you send me all the super chats in an email? Here's one from Craig McDonald. I tell every canvasser from the Conservative Party that calls, usually two times a week, that until this Sheer or his MP speak with the rebel, any donation I might have made to the CPC will go to the rebel. The CPC has now lost my vote. Thank you, Craig. Uh, Adam Bolin chips in 100 Swedish kroner. Thank you very much. Um, I'm just going to see if I missed some. Andrew, I'm oh, sorry, Justin, send me an email if I have. Probably Calgary Menzoid deserves another bonus for risk in the workplace. <laughs> First, you need now that craziness. Have a beer on me, buddy. Seven oh. bucks. All right, we'll give him. We'll give him. Uh, we'll buy him a beer, <laughs> and uh, we'll give him all the snacks from our <laughs> kitchen. He can eat. <laughs> Keith McIntosh, two hundred Mexican pesos. Hmm. I contacted my CPC riding office a while back and advised. No access to Rebel, no support from me. Long conversation, but boil down to if CPC cooperates with Rebel in any way, MSM will make a story of it. Cowards. That's exactly what Hamish himself told me. Yeah. I mean, Hamish Marshall helped found the Rebel. Correct. And, and he and other staffers uh, in Shear's office, it was a very cowardly explanation. It's, if we have anything to do with you, the mean girls will be mean to us. So um, we can't, you know, we can be your girlfriend in private, but when the other kids are there, I don't want to hold your hands. Like, it's so childish. Like, look, either, either be your own man yeah. or just, I mean, like, if you are going to let snippy comments from, first of all, our competitors, yeah. and second of all, left-wing agenda journalists, to shape what you do and say now, that is not only wrong politically, but it's, you're not even a conservative anymore. I, I just found that extremely depressing. And, I understand the right. logic of it, but I absolutely disagree with it, and I think it's pitiful. No, and it's not working. It's I not mean, working. That's the main point. Today, um, uh, Robert Fife's latest piece is about Andrew Scheer falsifying his credentials as an insurance broker. Um, the last couple of days, we've seen from both the Globe and the CBC about the blackface scandal, not holding Justin Trudeau to account, but what was the agenda, the secret agenda of the whistleblower yeah. that he released that yeah. yearbook photo? Can you believe this? Yeah. So despite all this sucking up yeah. and shunning us, they're still going after him, Hammer and Tom. Yeah. And I bet there's more to come in the next yeah, three you, weeks. You can't turn your enemies into friends yeah. by treating your friends like enemies. Another super chat, Observer Dude, five pounds. 
was that pervert with the cane ever arrested for assaulting David? <laughs> now, I mean, I'll, I'll speak to that, which is that we've had discussions with the police there, yep. but I have not seen an arrest yet. And I don't want to give away any behind-the-scenes communications, yep. but it is an outrage yep. that he has not yet been charged with assault. I, I have never in my life seen a more clearly documented case of assault and battery yep. as that. And I think the RCMP are increasingly politicized and they're very scared of the trans issue. I think you're right. The only thing they're more scared of than Justin Trudeau and SNC-Lavalin is trans extremists <laughs> like Jonathan Yaniv. <laughs> All right, um, folks, just a reminder of what we're, we're talking about here today. David Menzies, the Menzoid, as he's been known for 30 years, 34 years of journalism, journalism grad, covered hundreds of events in yeah. his career. I don't want to say thousands, but over 34 years, could be thousands. Um, not just slammed against the wall by RCMP, driven out of a public building, and then arrested and handcuffed. And then when they came to take away your phone, I thought, well, what do I do? And you know what I thought? I thought, well, what did I do when Tommy Robinson was arrested? I called a lawyer immediately. Yeah. Great lawyer. And he said, all right. So we got to try and find him. I said, well, as far as I know, he's still there, because I saw a tweet about you. And I just said, look, just start making phone calls. Yeah. Just start making phone calls. Try to get through. Let the cops know that we're watching. Let the cops know that, you know, the main thing is to let them know that there's a lawyer watching and they better not take liberties. Yeah. By the time we, I mean, I got, I was back and forth, but they didn't even need that nudge, it sounds like, from it, a lawyer to know there was no case. There was no nothing there. There was nothing there. I, indeed. And, and again, I what go back... What did they say? Did any of the Durham cops say anything to you that was interesting? Well, uh, I gave... Uh, the RCMP lady gave her uh, side of the story. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, she was the one that was part of the arrest team that so was what, cuffing me. Like the, the fact that the police have a side of the story, that the police are telling another police, that's yeah. weird to me. I haven't heard that before. I've never seen it happen, Ezra. So it's the a, lady cop, a, yeah. she, did you hear what she said at all? No, because I was told to stand back. Right. And, and I got bits and pieces, and I heard, you know, he was obstructing the bus, and, you know, he wasn't listening to the Obstructing? Office. If only they'd go after obstruction of justice. <laughs> so, so they made their case. Yes. It was like the Durham cops were the judge. Indeed. Like and the and I said to the constable, and again, I want to give props to the Durham Regional Police. They were very nice and courteous to me. And I said, sir, can I give my side of the story? He said, absolutely. He said, start talking. I talked. I, I said, this is what I'm doing. I'm practicing journalism. I was told I was kicked out of the building, kicked off the parking lot. I abided by that. I said, your own colleague was part of the, the original uh, visit uh, to this venue. And then when, you know, and, you know the bus came, uh, I wanted to ask questions. And he was, he came across for, uh, from the point of view, Ezra, he says, you know that a moving bus is is kind of a dangerous thing you shouldn't get So he was of. just speaking common sense, practical safety. Yes. Kids. But that saying, hey, be careful of traffic yeah. is not, hey, you broke the law. It sounds like this Durham cop, and you say there were four or five squad cars? Yes. Sounds like they're thinking, why were you calling us off? Exactly. Real crimes to come here because someone did the crime of journalism? It sounds like, like if they're saying, hey, you know what? Be careful of big cars and trucks. Yeah, that's what, that's not someone looking to make an arrest. That's someone saying, hey, guys, 
can I please go back to my real job finding bank robbers and, oh, you know? And, and Ezra, I apologize to them, much like... You uh, apologize to Jerome Cops for, for wasting their time. For, for wasting their time. Much like, if you recall, the, the, the awesome Key and Bexty video with the Anne McGrath uh, getting the cops. Remember yeah. those two yeah, coppers they yeah, came they out? Yeah, they did a good job. You know, they, they did a good job. Key and was saying, I'm sorry to take you away from the real uh, law enforcement matters. But I thought that if I could read minds like the amazing Kreskin, I would say these cops are like... Why are we here? Yeah, why are we why, here? Why, like, why where's your judgment? Where's yeah. your discretion? You know, <laughs> police. You know, I, when I was very young, I articled at a law firm, and one of the lawyers used to be a cop. Oh. So he was a cop who became a lawyer. Very interesting to have mm. both sides of that. Yeah. And cops legally have a lot of discretion. You yes. know what I mean? It's up to the cop's own judgment, taking in what he sees. To arrest, not to arrest, to make us to give traffic safety advice, <laughs> and I bet those four or five Durham police were thinking, "Where's your com discretion?" Is another way of saying common sense. Yeah, I bet they were saying, "Where's your bloody common sense?" Yeah, to the RCMP, like, why, why did you go through that, and then why did you call us in, and where's your head, mate? Where's your head? Indeed, Ezra. I mean, let's think about this in practical terms. Once I was cuffed and detained and they let the bus go by and it's got a head, even if I were to run to my car, I would never catch it. Mission accomplished. Uh, we cleared the area. Sheer is gone. He doesn't have to deal with these impolite questions from this pesky journalist. Why at that point say, ah, oh, but wait a second, we're calling the Durham Regional Cops. So the, the bus had left. Oh, yes. Okay, so we've seen two parts of the video. We saw when you were kicked out of the inner sanctum Correct. after having been escorted in there by a CPC yes. drone. Then we saw when you tried to film on the sidewalk and eight seconds into that you were hustled off. Yeah. So what you're saying is the bus then left. Uh, 100%. Andrew Shear left. Yep. And the RCMP waited around for the four or five Durham cops to come. Yes. And that was 10 minutes maybe? It was a little longer than that. 15 minutes? I, I think so. Let's say 15 or 20 minutes? Yeah. So for those 15 or 20 minutes, Sheer was gone, the bus was gone, yeah. the party had gone. Yeah. It was just the RCMP waiting for the Durham cops, and they didn't let you go. I even said, can I please go now? And they said, no, uh, we've got the Durham Regional Police coming in, and we're going to see if they're going to charge you. You know, words to that effect. I'm Ezra. deeply embarrassed for the Mounties. <laughs> from from was Sam Reynolds, was that his name? Or the, I forget the, the name of the iconic Northwest Mounted Policeman yes. who set the standard for honor and integrity. <coughs> from that to this clown of a commissioner we have yeah. who lets Justin Trudeau off the hook and hugs him in public when he's after the SNC-Lavalin matter. I'm deeply embarrassed for the mountains. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, last week we saw another embarrassing event. Friend of the show, Andrew Lawton, pulled over, uh, you know, for following the Trudeau Yeah, he was pulled bus. over. They you didn't know. slap him in cuffs. Okay, so <laughs> we've got that last interaction, right, Justin? So this is the actual cuffing. Got it. We've got two arrest videos. Here's the first one. This was filmed by Glenn McGregor. And I give him some tip of the hat for actually documenting it, uh, which yes. I, shows, I guess shows more interest than the other journalist who said, David, can you get out of the way? <laughs> so here's Glenn McGregor filming the arrest. Take a look. Am I under arrest or uh, the gentleman wanted to know? I think he said so. I don't know what for. It was on a, a public sidewalk, and the bus hit me, and then these guys are... are on, sir. 
Well, well, I'm just, I'm just. The gentleman wanted me to, to answer the question. I'm just trying to answer the question. Am I under arrest? You're the one holding me. I assume you're law enforcement. What exactly happened? Why are you in handcuffs? Well, I was, I was trying to get um, Andrew Shear to answer a question, some questions, such as uh, if he's elected, will he end this uh, media bailout? Uh, will he privatize the CPC? What are his, uh, you know, why? Why are we not allowed into a press conference and other members are? Um, these are not gotcha questions, you know. These are, uh, I think, we're owed an answer to this, especially when we're escorted out. And now look at this, guys, uh, handcuffed. So you were escorted out and handcuffed? Uh, no, uh, sorry, I, I was originally just uh, brought out by the Durham Regional Police and told not to go on private property, even the parking lot, which I abided by. So I was on this side. You know, <laughs> what a disgrace. I, I really cannot think of another journalist in Canada who has been handcuffed ever. Now, I, I don't know what happened in the deep past. I think, and I saw that the lady cop chat was on the phone and then chatted with the bald cop yeah. and then he uncuffed you. Maybe someone was calling her and saying, are you serious? You handcuffed a journalist? Are you crazy? Take those off him right now. There's journalists there and they saw you. Are you so maybe someone with sense said, what the hell are you doing? But not before the world saw it. And I thought, again, I remember when you were getting caned by Jonathan Yaniva, I thought, how did you stay so calm? You were very calm and articulate, despite being handcuffed in an act of humiliation. Yeah. I think, like anyone who says, we've got to handcuff Menzies because he's a threat. First of all, Sheer and the bus had gone. Second of all, yeah. I mean, I've known you on and off for 20 years. I've never seen anything aggressive. Like I said, I don't think I've even heard you swear. No. Handcuffing you served no purpose other than uh, other than a tweak, other than a humiliation, other than a, we can do this and we're going to do this and what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. I mean, listen, if I was a violent offender, Ezra, of course handcuff me and, and take me down. But I, I think you're right. Either they got a call saying, are you guys out of your mind? Or maybe their own, um, you know, self-awareness kicked in and they realized... Well, like the lady cop was on the phone with someone. Uh, that could have been her phoning Durham Regional Police, I think, you know. And, and, and you know, the, the bald RCMP officer with that scrum of cameras, you can't see most of the media filming this, he was probably very frustrated because this looks horrible. I can't do anything. This 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 idiot I've cuffed won't stop talking. Right. And, right. and you're very articulate. Yeah. Articulate. And I better I better get out of this mess because there's no way out of this. All right. I got a few more super chats. And folks, just to remind you, what's a super chat? You chip in a few bucks. Your comment gets put in a bright color. I see it out of the corner of my eye. Uh, it also gets appended to the top there. And the good news is that YouTube shares 70% uh, of that with us, so it helps us pay the bills. Um, so Pepper, 52435, says a vote for PPC is not a vote for Trudeau. The Liberal Party would go the way of Wynn's party, judging by how outraged Canadians are at the moment. Okay. Um, Selfew says uh, five bucks for New Zealand. Controversial thought, but what if Trump encouraged the Dems to speed up impeachment process to prove how confident he is in securing 2020? 
Um, <clears throat> that's off topic. Thanks for the five uh, New Zealand bucks anyways. I don't think Trump needs to encourage the Dems to impeach. I think that's all AOC in the squad. Basil, two bucks, says PPC will not get more than 4%. Sorry, all. Uh, I'm curious to see what uh, bump, if any, uh, Maxime Bernier gets out of the debate. Uh, Fred Schneider, 20 bucks, freedom of the press. Keep up the good work, Rebel News. Well, thank you very much, and we sure thank will. Um, Basil again, Basil, five bucks. Everyone was for Faith Goldie. If you were to believe the YouTube crowd, Faith had it in the bag. She got 3.4% of the votes. I expect the same for Max. Well, listen, uh, I think that Maxime Bernier probably has some pockets where he'll do very well, and others where it won't even be a blip. It, I, I regard it as a similar phenomenon to the growth of the Green Party, which is a reaction uh, to Justin Trudeau falling down. Social loner, why exactly was David arrested? Well, you've tuned into the right uh, live chat for the answer to that, <laughs> and it's the, core, the subject of our extended um, conversation. Now, I understand we have one more video from the actual arrest moment. So okay. just to recap for that last super chatter and those who missed it, and you correct me if I'm wrong, we received an invitation, as did all media. Like, by the way, I get invitations from the liberal. I, we're on all the media lists. Yeah. I get NDP lists. I get, I get NDP invitations. I get liberal invitations. I get conservative invitations. I get PPC invitations. I don't think I get any block invitations. But we, if, you're, if you doubt it, I'm just telling you, we get official invitations every day for all the parties. I, I, what am I saying? I get Green Party invitations, too. Oh, and Ezra, as you pointed <coughs> out earlier, um, a videotape of uh, Andrew Scheer answering a 14-year-old girl yeah. that we're, we're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Scheer specifically said we're welcome yep. when specifically asked, and that was just a few months ago. When you arrived, you were personally escorted in by a conservative attache. Correct. A bunch of cops stop you, throw you against the wall twice, if I recall, tell you to leave. You leave. It's outrageous, but you do it. You leave the parking lot. You leave the building, you're on a public sidewalk, you're about to film, boom! Bunch of cops grab you, grab your phone after eight seconds, and the bus nudges you, yeah. which sounds dumb. Bus leaves, everyone's gone except for a handful of media, I guess, yep. who are curious about you, yep. including Glenn McGregor, whose footage we're relying on here. And I'm grateful for yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And instead of saying, all right, David, fly straight, or whatever. Yeah. They call four, was it four or five? Like, are you like Andre the Giant? Like, rawr! We need five, like, at least they didn't bring the, the SWAT team and the tasers. All cars, yeah. And they arrest you and handcuff you. And then cops calling other cops to say, can you arrest this guy? Um, but, now, there's one more, one more <laughs> clip we have, one more tape. Let's take a look at that last one. No, you're so concerned you got my... My wrists in a, 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 you know, a handcuff. Listen, I know I'm not part of Jerry Diaz's uniform union, but it'd be nice if uh, you gentlemen, lady, would be uh, give some uh, solidarity. Can I not talk to these uh, members of the press? Do, do we have freedom of press here? Do we or not? Right? Pardon me. So this is. I don't know. I don't know why I'm being arrested. I was, yeah, thank you. Get a picture of that, sir. My own safety, the bus is gone. I was on a public sidewalk. I was not on private property. Things are under control. I, I'm, I'm in perfect control. You know, yeah. you guys, I walked away. 
Very interesting. <clears throat> I'm just taking some notes here. Okay. The first thing you said is, is this a union, because I'm not a uniform union thing, <laughs> will any other uniform union, Justin Journal's bailout media, stand up for me? I thought that was an excellent point. You were very effective there, and like I say, very calm. And it's so clear what they were trying to do. They were trying to get you into the car. Correct. They to opened the door up. because yep. they thought, this looks really, really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. He's talking, and he's not talking like a wild, crazy man. He's actually saying politically powerful things. And they were trying to get you into the car, and you, in your Columbo way that I always <laughs> talk about, how you just sort of, you didn't get in there, and they were the ones who blinked and uncuffed you. And I think they said something like, are you out of control? No, I think we know who the out of control side was there. <laughs> and it uh, starts with an RC and ends with an MP. <laughs> Let's read some more chats here. <clears throat> Basil, 10 bucks says, I'm not a sheer apologist. I think he did wrong and I like the rebel. But facts are facts. People think Max will win because Trump won. Not even close scenarios. I want Trudeau out. Stop the bleeding. You know what? <clears throat> I hear that every single day. And that, and I, you know, for your, I take your point. That has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not Andrew Scheer should have a reporter of any stripe arrested. Yeah. Now, I happen to know David, and he happens to work for the Rebel, and I spent a little bit of time today on this matter talking to you, talking to the lawyer. In the end, we didn't need the lawyer, thank goodness, but I didn't know. Yeah. I honestly didn't know, because when they took the phone away from me, I, had, I, didn't, I lost contact. Yeah. The only experience I have had with police has been in the UK. Yes. I didn't know if they were going to take you to the jail, and I know one thing. A missus don't like it if their husband don't come home at the end of the day. <laughs> and I remember when Tommy was arrested in Canterbury, yeah. he was arrested at 4.30 in the morning. We worked for 13 hours. We called every jail in the UK, yeah. every police station in the UK. We found him. We sent lawyers up there. We got him home 13 hours after he was arrested. 4.30 arrested, AM, 5.30 PM, we got him free. And I thought, this is going to be a busy day. Yeah. We're going to have to find David, send lawyers there, and get him out. Now, luckily. The Durham Regional Police had more sense than the Canterbury Police. For sure. But not if the RCMP had their way. No. The RCMP was literally arguing to Durham Police why they should arrest you. Is that what you said happened? Um, absolutely. That, that's <clears throat> what the female RCMP officer said, Ezra. And, and, and I don't know the nuances of law enforcement and the powers and what have you, but it, it, it begs the question, if... If she and her colleagues thought I had done something arrestable, if that's a word, then why didn't they just ar arrest me? Yeah. Don't they have arresting powers here yeah. at CMP? Well, or yeah. do they just want uh, the local police force to do their dirty work? Yeah, <clears throat> maybe they got to go. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, some more Super Chats coming in. <clears throat> Reeve for, uh, hey, Justin, can I bug you for another bottle of water? I'm so sorry, folks. I <laughs> got a bit of a cold, and I don't want to just start coughing. Justin, I apologize for this request, but I just really need it. Thank you. Reverb 256, two bucks. Liberal Tory, same old story, trust yourselves. Well, look, <clears throat> everyone who knows me knows that I have been right of center um, since I was a teenager. Thanks very much, Justin, I appreciate that, cheers. Um, that I have been a conservative, I mean, it used to be conservative, then Reform Party, then Canadian Alliance. Um, now, I have not been a card-carrying member because I've been a journalist at the Sun News in here, but I just wrote a best-selling book called The Lebranos, yeah. what the media won't tell you about Justin Trudeau's corruption. There's no secret where I'm coming from, but that doesn't mean I'm so stupid or biased that I'm going to support any political leader regardless. Yeah. I mean, 
And I would say to all the Andrew Scheer supporting conservatives right now, call your MP and tell them to, call your candidate and tell them to get their head screwed on straight. Yeah. And if you feel better making that call in private than saying so in public, well, do it. Because I've got to tell you, if you're worried about splitism, if you're worried about people hiving off from the conservatives and voting for Maxime Bernier, well, just keep arresting David Menzies. I think that arrest is good for a 1% bump in anybody but Andrew Scheer. I mean, seriously, y you think you're going to be pulling votes over from the liberals? Let me read some more. Kappa Dessau, 22 Norwegian kroners, says, Scheer in Canada was the one who was humiliated. That's true. Yeah, well, when I say humiliated, I'm not saying that you were humiliated. Yeah. In fact, I'm sort of making the opposite point. You had a dignity and a presence of mind that is rare. And I said this about when you were hit with the cane also. I would have lost my, my mind. I would have just gone, <laughs> ah. You were calm. That's why they wanted to put you in the, in the, in the SUV. Correct. Because you were saying things. You were comporting yourself very well. And by the way, you're dressed in a suit with a tie. I'm the bum with no <laughs> So you were looking good. And they were looking bad, minute by minute by minute. They were worse. Yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You were yeah. going to say? Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I want to say, uh, as you're giving your, your resume of how you've been linked to um, conservative causes for in the past decades, I, I can't think of anyone uh, else who, as you know, if I was part of any conservative party, who I'd want as an ally on my side than Ezra Levant. That's 100% honest. This, the second thing is, let's be honest, we all know since day one, Andrew Scheer, love him or hate him, he is weak. And I know you've said in the office that you feel our job is to nudge Mr. Scheer, to, to get his backbone, get his spine, get his mojo going, you know, be the leader. Because let's face it, uh, job one is removing this buffoon uh, in the Liberal Party out of office after the four years of damage. and. You know, Ezra, I, I got to say this, as they say in sports telecasts, uh, the clock is becoming a factor. We are exactly three weeks away from the election. Um, maybe your, your master plan of, you know, trying to get Andrew Scheer to find his spine, that was like an impossible task. Well, listen, I, but this is something else. Our only master plan today was to have you cover a campaign event and ask some questions that you actually asked yeah. outside the police van there. And I thought they were good questions. That was our only plan. Yeah. Um, and by the way, thank you for your praise about my conservative bona fides. Anyone who's ever been to a Ford Nation barbecue knows David Menzies. All right. Fan club, mutual fan club going on here. Let me read a, little, a few more of these super chats. Um, <clears throat> Greg Orr, five bucks. Thank you, Greg. Rory Ellsworth, five bucks. Hey, David, I was on another YouTube channel that had global news. Everyone in the comments said they are now going to vote PPC, and they are disgusted. Wow. Well, see... I, I just find it a very frustrating thing. We've been talking about the political fallout of it, but it's not even a partisan thing. It's a, what the hell are you doing in Canada? Basil, another super chat. And sadly, yes, Sheer is a cuck. I wish Max actually did have a chance. Max has bumbled every chance he's had to actually build a good platform. See, these are all legitimate partisan points. Mm. I'm trying, perhaps unsuccessfully, to make a different point, which is even if David were a new Democrat, it would be wrong to cuff a new Democrat who's just asking questions. Exactly. I see King of the Plus 15 chipped in 20 bucks. Thank you for that. Um, Basil, another 10 bucks. Tammy Lynn of PPC swept D4 with CPC and LPC debates in Burnaby. She walked over all the other candidates. She got 
CPC and LPC each got 30%. I like Terry, uh, I think it's Terry Lynn Taylor, I think. Uh, she's great. Yeah, I've met her a few times. We've had her on the show. Mm. Um, I th Laura Lynn Taylor, sorry, yes. sorry. <laughs> thank you, Justin, for correcting me. And thank you for the water. I was uh, coughing without it. Um, all right, I think I've cleared up the super chats. We've been talking for almost an hour, David. Yes. And I, I propose to wrap it up in a few minutes. Let me check with Justin. Do we have any more footage, either from David or, or from the internet, that's interesting? Okay. Uh, uh, I think we've got the key elements then. I want to show the three key clips in a row. And I do think these are all from Glenn McGregor. So let me give him credit. And we have that little credit on the screen. And Glenn McGregor is no fan of the conservatives. But it's, it's interesting to me that he, as far as I can see, is the only one who has posted this video online. It's almost like the other Unifor journalists. And Glenn <laughs> McGregor's a Unifor journalist with CTV. Yeah. They have a shop over there. Maybe he's enough of a dissident yeah. himself that he's, maybe in the back of his mind he's thinking, you know, I don't like the rebel, and I don't like Menzies, and I'm more a lefty, but there's something that a journalist here of any stripe should be concerned about. Maybe that's, maybe he's got a little bit of that underneath him, deep, deep, deep in his heart. You know what? I, I think you nailed it. Um, the, there is a point that even, and I'm not saying uh, Ms. McGregor has drunk the Kool-Aid uh, of Unifor and the government bailout and all that other stuff, uh, Ezra, but maybe there's a point that you have, you, you have to at some point be true to your profession, and this is just over the line. I think you're right. I, maybe it has happened that a journalist uh, has been handcuffed and, 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 and roughed up. I can't think I of can't it. Remember I it, can't though. think of it. And and if you had, and this is so far from the truth, if you had made a threat, physically blocked, physically attacked, shouted, swore, disrupted, I can see you being pulled out. Me too. But you didn't do that. No. Like even, like the grassy narrows? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm talking about? Do we have that grassy narrows clip handy? You know the grassy narrows that came right into an event, so that was a private event, it was not a news conference. Yep. It's a fundraiser, it wasn't even a news conference. I don't think media were invited. They were disruptive. They didn't swear, but they shouted. Yes. They were walked out, and that's it. Yes. In fact, they actually got their, their refund. They didn't get a, <laughs> an arrest. Here, let, let me just show you. Here's the grassy nose. Do you remember this? Take a look. Oh, yes. Grassy Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for your donation tonight. I really appreciate the uh, donation to the Liberal Party of Canada. Thanks, Shepson. So, disruptive, private function. I guess you could say she was invited because she paid the 1500 bucks or whatever. No arrest there, and no arrest would be appropriate. You did less than that in every occasion. You were invited in. You were escorted in. You didn't shout. You didn't disrupt. You weren't antagonistic to the purpose of the event. That's someone who had a collateral purpose and was opportunistic. And by the way, I salute their enterprise. You were doing what you were invited to do. Yes. And you were escorted out, bumped twice into the wall from what I saw, which is inappropriate. You complied. You left both the parking lot and the property. Yep. You were on the pedestrian sidewalk. 
you were then arrested after eight seconds of trying to film something, bumped by the bus, and you're telling me it didn't hurt, and that's fine, but that's irrelevant in law. If someone bumps you with a bus, it doesn't matter if they hurt you or not. Arrested, handcuffed, deliberately attempted to humiliate you. It actually backfired on the cops, which is why they tried to put you in the SUV. They called Durham cops, and then they argued. No, I, like, if they could, like <laughs> no, I swear he did something wrong. I swear you should arrest him. I swear. And Durham said, hey, guy, you know, be careful of big buses, okay? You know, just common sense. You don't want to be run over. Let him go. Like, actually, they were the only grown-ups in this whole thing, weren't Correct. they? Correct. Yep. My hats go off to them. You know, and, and here's, here's the big question for me, Ezra. Uh, with, with the Grassy Narrows protester, that the optics were brutal for Trudeau. I think that was one of the first times he came close to actually offering a sincere apology for something he did yeah, by making yeah, a joke yeah. about, ha-ha, contaminated water, deal with it. Thanks yeah. for your contribution. Yeah. I think the optics for Andrew Scheer and the Conservative Party are brutal on this. And my question is this, uh, my friend. Um, I'm going to keep covering... Uh, I, I'm not going away. I, I, you know, they, they, they can beat me up and handcuff me and threaten me with arrest. I'm still going to cover Andrew Scheer as I'm covering the other leaders. I, wanna, I wonder if they've learned anything. If I go to the next press conference, whenever that is, Ezra, um, are they going to say, uh, you know what, um, given what happened in Whitby, uh, let's not lose our stuff? Uh, or are they going to double down? and again, uh, get the uh, goon squad out and phone the police. That is my question. How are they gonna handle it the next time the rebel, and, and if it's not me, maybe uh, one of my colleagues, you know, Kian, Jessica, Sheila, show up to a leadership event. How are they gonna handle that? I wonder if they've learned anything from this. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that, mm. but we will find out because uh, our response is not to bend the knee. Yeah but to stiffen the spine. Now we've set up a website. Justin, can you call up letusreport.com? We just revved up this website and, and I'll just scroll through it here to show our folks what is going on on the website. Um, and while we do, I'll just say thank you to Sandra Vaughn for 22 bucks, I appreciate that. Thank you. So it's a petition. Why did Andrew Shear send police to arrest reporter David Menzies? And then there's a little video I did. I cannot believe it. We sent David the Menzoid Menzies. They arrested him. He said we were welcome. Um, who ordered the arrest? Why did it happen? He was on a sidewalk. Here's three things you can do. Tell your local conservative candidate this is nuts. Sign our petition to Andrew Scheer by adding your name below. And finally, please keep us, help us keep on reporting no matter who kicks us out. We're gonna ask questions like these. And here you go. So if you click down, you can sign the petition. And I think there's a link there somewhere if you want to chip in to actually donate. Looks like we have 297 comments already, which oh, is great. Wow. And uh, there should be a link there and a, and a way to chip in to help keep covering the various candidates. And, oh, the, the donate is up in the corner there. We'll have to make sure to tell uh, our web team to make it more visible than that. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding because we got a, you know, we're not just covering candidates in the Toronto area. Sheila's based in Edmonton. Kean's based in Calgary. Jessica's also here in the GTA. But we have been flying around. You even flew down to South Carolina to chase down the story the other day. Indeed. So we do need the dough. Oh, I see another super chat from Anthony Ludmillen. Thank you very much. 20 bucks. All right, let's check the time. It's 4.46. We've been doing this for an hour. Um, so what are you going to do? 
I'm going to do my job, Ezra. Uh, whatever you say you want me to cover, I'm going to do it. Cover and the campaign. Cover Trudeau. Yeah. Cover Scheer. Cover anyone. Ask the right questions. Keep your style. Keep being polite. Keep being law-abiding. Leave private property when asked. Don't leave. Don't rush out, but, but leave out. <laughs> Be polite with the cops, but don't bend the knee. Know your rights. Yes. You know, and, and, and call if you get in trouble. For sure, and and thankfully, as you mentioned with the Canterbury Police, um, it looks like we're not there, or we're not there yet, where you actually get locked up for practicing journalism. But to me, uh, this is astonishing that you know we we know how much. Justin Trudeau loves censorship. We know how his Liberal Party want to bring back Section 13 of the Canadian Human Rights Act that Stephen Harper got rid of in 2013. Uh, we know about this idea of the internet uh, being vetted by government for um, wrong political speech. That's what Trudeau's about. I thought until today, Andrew Scheer was about the opposite of all yeah. that. I really did, and now I found out um, you know, as the, the Who once sang, uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so disappointing, yeah. Ezra, because uh, I am with those millions of Canadians, and that's not an exaggeration, millions that are praying and dreaming of regime change. Yeah. And when I see something like this, it, it's, it's like a self-inflicted wound yeah. by the guy who's got the best chance. Yeah, you're right. Well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep doing what we have done since the rebel was born, to tell the other side of the story, to do so with a conservative freedom orientation, to fight for free speech, to, su to support citizen journalists, to generally be on the right-hand side of the ledger, but to ask honest accountability questions to conservative politicians too. Never to take a government dime, always to do our best to, to be candid, follow the facts wherever they lead. We're gonna keep doing that. If folks can help us, I'd be grateful. Go to lettucereport.com, sign that petition. There should be a donation link on that page because we do need some dough to travel around. We're flying around. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, I guess the main thing is the first thing. If you've got a conservative candidate, you're helping, you're door knocking, whatever. And if you don't want to publicly shame them, and they have shamed themselves, phone them or email them and say, what on earth are you thinking? And it's not even that it's David or the rebel. It's any reporter. What are you thinking? Yeah. All right, before we go, David, there's a few super chats that I see just come in, Fantastic. and I want to say thanks to them. Okay. So, Christopher uh, Hillary, two bucks, thank you. Keith McIntosh, another 20 mix and pesos. Sheer is Ned Flanders without a backbone. Um, <laughs> I see uh, Social Loner, two pounds. Who do you think will win the election? Boy, it's tied up right now. I'd say right now it's either a Trudeau minority or a Sheer minority. I agree. Cody Sylvester, 21 bucks, thank you. AV1611, Jisapochnik, I'm sorry I'm saying that wrong, two bucks, thank you. Basil, 10 bucks, if you guys actually went, want to make a change, you need to join the CPC and get involved <laughs> politically within, turn the party right from inside. Starting over with PPC is not the answer, the Tories are the loudest. All right, I assume you're speaking to our viewers, because I, I, we don't join parties here, we, you know, we're sympathetic to ideas, but we're not members of parties. That helps us keep free. Okay, a new, a new super chat just came in. X Factor 499. Can PPC win this time? It's so sad to see Canada becoming a corrupt clownocracy. I'm an immigrant in Canada. Came in the legal way. I'm appalled. Look, I'll be very candid with you. Uh, I do not see a, a PPC victory. I just don't think that's statistically possible. What I 
hope is two things, that the PPC does elect some MPs because I like their style. Yeah. But more importantly, I hope that Andrew Scheer says, holy moly, if I don't start being for free speech, being against political correctness, speaking up on issues of controversy, against the grain, like let's stop open borders migration and let's stop this global warming craziness, I'm going to lose votes to the PPC. So my hope is that Maxine Bernie is a sort of stalking horse that makes Andrew Scheer fly straight. But that's not my job. Our job is to be journalists. The political math, the political strategy, that's not us. And I think, I mean, you're asking me as a pundit what I think. I told you what I think. But our job is to be journalists no matter who's there. Folks, we've been doing this for over an hour. David, thanks for sitting down. Thank you so much, um, Ezra. Thank you to our viewers, especially all those who chipped into the Super Chats. Thank you. Um, I'm going to uh, invite everyone one more time to go to letusreport.com. Looks like hundreds of people have already done so in the last hour. That's it for this special broadcast. Uh, YouTube Super Chat, normally we do these Fridays at noon, but I'm glad you could join us on short notice today. David, I'm glad you're free and going <laughs> home today. But uh, we did, we do have a plan ready. God forbid one of the people in our company is arrested. I never thought it would be you, and I never thought it would be at the hands of the conservatives. I frankly thought it would be me at the hands of Justin Trudeau. Maybe that's my own narcissism, but I'm glad you're safe and sound. Oh, no, and you're much too important to be arrested. We, we don't want the queen bee taken out of oh, the hive. A little oh. drone like me, that's okay, but, you know, not... Well, you're too humble, David. Congratulations <laughs> on you, a Ezra. day Thank you for your well support. fought. You had, you kept your composure in a challenging situation in a manner that 99 out of 100 people would not have done. And I hesitate to say I myself would have been one of the 99 who would have lost their cool. You stayed calm and cool, which is why they unhandcuffed you, because they, your calmness showed how wrong they were. All right, I'm going on too Thank long. Thank you, Ezra. Folks, thanks for your support. Well, if you've made it this far, you've watched probably my longest show of the year. It's because I really wanted to have a proper post-mortem with David. And I promise you this, we're going to keep reporting. We're going to keep doing journalism. There are questions Andrew Scheer should answer. You heard David say some of them. Would you support the $600 million media bailout? Would you privatize the CBC? What do you think of this and that? There's real questions there. Um, we're not done asking those questions, and now we've got a new one. Did you order the arrest of David Menzies? And if so, who the hell do you think you are? It's a question I always thought I'd put to Justin Trudeau. I never thought I'd put it to Andrew Shear. Well, folks, that's the show for today. No time for letters. Until tomorrow, on behalf of all of us here at Rebel World Headquarters, to you at home, keep fighting for freedom.